You're listening to the Party Girl Podcast with Chelsea Curtis, Episode 6. So I have spent in the last three years well over $15,000 on education, conference tickets, blogger conferences, leadership trainings, e-courses, the list goes on. Safe to say, I'm pretty obsessed with self-improvement and I'm willing to pay a lot of money for it. And I recognize how blessed I am that I'm able to do that. I would say that my biggest business transformations have always come from investing in learning from somebody who's further along in their journey than I am. Now, one of the things I'd love to do with this platform is to share some of that knowledge so that I can bless your life and save you 15 grand and the trip to Vegas or New York or California and the time that it would take to go to one of these conferences. But if you ever have the opportunity, absolutely go. So I have only ever in my life done one networking, network marketing business where I was a distributor and I was trying to sign people up under me. I've always, always been against MLMs and anything that felt like direct sales. I just have not been a fan. And I had a friend who introduced me to these protein shakes and they were very good. And after losing about 30 pounds in the first three months, I decided to become a rep because so many people were asking me about these shakes. So as part of joining her team, I was invited to this leadership conference. And so I paid, I think about $900 for a ticket and we went to this leadership conference Now, I have to say, full disclosure, like I don't affiliate with that company anymore. I had a good experience with the products, but selling um, protein shakes and just trying to be a fitness coach and mentor was not sparking joy for me. Um, Not anything like how I feel when I create party content. You know what I mean? I would do that in my sleep for free. And I I feel like the key is with any business model, you've just got to be passionate about it all the time, right? And so if you enjoy a product, that's great. But just because you enjoy a product doesn't mean you're meant to sell it necessarily. Um, which again, I enjoy throwing parties and all things parties and I enjoy selling them. I enjoy selling my talents and my time. I feel great about it. So regardless of what you sell, what you do, if it's making you happy and you feel fulfilled doing it and you don't feel skeezy and, and you know, like everyone's your friend, they have to buy something to be your friend. I think you, you can find that sweet spot, right? So I um, headed to this conference. It was actually at the Bally Hotel in Las Vegas. And there were a lot of speakers. It was a three-day leadership event. And my favorite takeaway was this speaker who happened to be a really good artist. And he had, it was, I want to say there was like 10,000 people at this event. There were a lot of people there. And he had the staffers go up and down the aisles and pass out pencils and papers to every single person. And he said, now this paper has two sides. And what I want you to do is I want you to draw a face. I'm going to give you however much time you need. Just, you know, draw the best face that you can. And then when you're done, I want you to raise your hand in the air. And so, I mean, a lot of people did like the stick figure smiley face. So hands started going in the air as soon as 10 seconds. And... Pretty much everyone was done about five minutes. You know what I mean? I would say 95% of 
the, the audience was done with their drawing within five minutes. So he said, how many of you didn't put your heart into it because you didn't feel like you knew how to accomplish this task? And of course, 99% of the hands went in the air. It's like, I can sit here and tell you how to be a better leader, how to accomplish more in your life, how to be more successful in whatever business you choose. But instead, I'm going to take my hour to show you the power of having a mentor. And we were like, okay. So then he had us flip over our paper and he proceeded for the next 50 minutes to teach us how to draw a face. And he started with, you know, hold your pencil this way in your hand where it's kind of slightly resting and it's not just straight up and down and, and keep your hand light and loose. And, and we're going to start with like an egg shape. You know, the face is kind of an, an egg shape. And then I want you to draw a line right in the middle. That's where the eyes are. The eyes are always right in the middle. And even as I was drawing it, I was like, this looks super weird. What's happening? And, you know, he would slowly add in these layers. Like we're going to add a nose. And this is how the corners of the nose look. And typically the nostrils look like this. Now there's big screens with live video feed going and they would zoom in on his picture and his drawing. And, you know, he moved up to the eye and how the inner corner of the eye looks kind of like, you know, the end of a football. It doesn't come to a solid point. It has this little hook and there's a tear duct here and it goes out and there's lashes and the lashes kind of look like this. And the eye will have a crease and, and above the eye about this, this many proportions, you know, there's an eyebrow and here's how to draw real hair like strokes. And he went through, you know, adding hair to that top of the head and, and carving out a jawline at the bottom and adding ears. And as we were putting this picture together, it was amazing to see what I had drawn in just 50 minutes and how my skill set for drawing a human face was 1000% improved. And he said, I want you to raise your hand if you feel like the face that you just drew over the last 50 minutes with me was an improvement from what you drew before. And of course, everybody's hands were in the air and everybody had a transformation. And then he ended with the most powerful statement from that conference. It's honestly the only talk that I remember was you can do anything 1000% better if you have a mentor to guide you. Thank you very much. <sighs> wow. Wow. I mean, all of our minds were just blown. And he even said, look, you know, look at your neighbor's papers. Look at this. Look at that. It was amazing. It was amazing. And thinking back to that experience in my own life and my business, I just remember thinking for the first three years in my business, when I'm trying to, you know, create party content, trying to figure out how to get paid for this content, that it was really hard and I couldn't crack the code. I didn't know where to go. I was confused. It's like the more research I did, the more I would kind of go into this rabbit hole of possibilities and get derailed on other ideas. And I literally would spend days, weeks, months just researching and never knowing what to do or where to go or what to say. And after I took that lesson at that conference, I started thinking to myself, you know, if I'm getting stuck somewhere, who, who has been there that can take me where I want to go? Who could be a mentor to me that I could link arms with, that I could buy a course, that I could take a lesson? 
to get to the next level. Because if someone would just hold my hand and show me how to do this, even for an hour or even for a a limited amount of time, how much further would that progress me in getting to the next step? I don't know if you've ever felt like this, but I'm a former perfectionist, (laughs) a recovering perfectionist. Sometimes I joke is what I'm called. I call myself. And I kind of want to know the path that I should go before I'm going to take the journey, right? It's like, well, I don't want to start on this path until I know where it ends up. So in my mind, I know I want to end up at this X location. And I kind of want to see the whole path of what that looks like to get there. But the reality is most of the time when you want to get to X, that mountaintop, you want to summit that peak in your business, you want to reach that goal or that achievement, the next step doesn't appear until you take a step. I'm going to say that again, just for effect. When you're moving on your journey for success, the next step that you need to take, which is the step towards your goal, does not appear until you're on the step right before it. It's terrifying. You know what I mean? Especially for a planner like myself. Sometimes you feel like you need to have all of the little things done, all of the, you know, steps laid out so that you can go. And it just doesn't work like that. Even if you try to plan, which I was planning for (laughs) three years, um, it's not effective. You only need to know what you need to know to get to that next step. And then as soon as you get there, you can tackle what you need to, to get to the next step. But To be successful, there's a huge secret, you guys, and it's this. You don't need to know any more than you know right now. You don't need to have any more than you have right now besides the belief within to make a change and move forward. And if you want to propel yourself, find a mentor who can hold your hand and say, oh, don't step on that one. That one's a detour, right? Don't do that one. That one's going to take you down the wrong path and you'll have to loop back around. I mean, even if you, and I believe me, I've had some doozies where I've made major, major steps back thinking, oh, this is great. This is great. And then in hindsight, you're like, oh gosh, that was such a waste of time. Right? So that's why the power of having a mentor paying for um, someone to just guide you is so invaluable, which to be honest is kind of counterintuitive of how I was raised and maybe how you were raised too. I mean, every time I had a question about homework or how to spell something or how to figure something out, you know, wouldn't you get taught to do it the long way? How do you spell this? Go look it up, right? How do I do this equation? We want you to break it down this way so that you know how to do the long form, long hand way to solve. It's so counterintuitive for business. And at the same time, There's almost this pressure to not be fast or to not be good because you don't want to be too good. You don't want to be a goody-goody or a teacher's pet, right? It's like you need to just find a sweet middle spot where you don't really make any waves and you don't go too fast and you don't want to be too slow because you don't want to be in the back. So instead of just recognizing that everybody's going to get to their path at their own pace, at their own speed, and that's okay, it's almost like we need to make sure that the people around us know we're not trying to, you know, go too fast and we're not trying to be too amazing because we we don't want to make anyone else feel uncomfortable. And the truth of the matter is every single person on this earth is amazing with their own God-given talents 
and innate abilities that they were born into this world with. And isn't it a shame that we're not from the very get-go saying, let's focus on how to harness your skill set so that you can propel yourself faster toward the goals you want. We can help you hone in on the things that aren't easy for you, that aren't just a natural talent, so that you have fun on the process and fun during the journey. There's no point in my mind to discourage someone from being innovative, which sometimes I look at our school systems and it seems like they're trying to take away the innovative pieces because they want everyone to conform. And I understand the concept of, you know, having a basic skill set and a basic knowledge. But at a certain point, it's like, have you ever had a job where your boss was like, please don't use, please don't use spreadsheets. I would like you to hand do all of this. You know, what? Or please don't use the computer to give change to our customers. I would like you to estimate the tax and everything using longhand on paper. What? Right? It's like, it's so counterintuitive. I mean, and again, don't misunderstand. I I believe we need to know the fundamentals so that we can do it and understand the principles. But once you've got it, it's like no one's going to be doing it that way in the real world. And so it almost makes more sense to, again, plan people's innate talents, right? So I want to ask you, like, you're not in school anymore. You might be, but hopefully you're not. If you're like me, you're in your 30s and you know, you're in a different stage of life, what is holding you back? Is it you? Is it the the feeling of inadequacy or you don't have enough, you know, enough time, enough knowledge, and ex- enough expertise, whatever? The thing that's so amazing about event planning that I love is anybody can do it. If you are creative and you know how to put together colors or themes And that is fun for you. Anyone can do it. And so when I learned that a stay-at-home mom could post things on the internet, and that was valuable to a company like Coca-Cola and Target and Costco, right? And they were willing to pay me for that. It was completely mind-blowing because I would have just done it for free anyway, right? But how amazing to figure out that, oh, I not only can get these talents to feel happy and fulfilled, but someone would be willing to pay me because they would like that content created for them and I could be the person to create that. Wow. So cool, right? So instead of keeping these secrets and all of these things I've learned and invested so much money in trying to figure out you know, I don't want to be another person that's telling someone else that I'm not going to help them or that that's fine that they want to do it if they want to figure it out the hard way on their own. I'm I'm done with that mentality. I think that it's time for abundance and time for sharing and recognizing that by me serving you and teaching you and helping you, you know, maybe the path that I thought I was going to go on of you know, being this big time, super popular, most amazing number one party planner. Maybe that's what I was going for initially. But what I found is so much more rewarding is to help people just starting out and to take my time and spend it in my Facebook group and to say, you're just starting out. Like, where are you getting stuck and how can I help you? 
And oh my goodness, how fulfilling that feeling of having someone else's light bulb moment and that I was a small, a small part of that is incredibly rewarding. And so I'm, you know, kind of to the point where I'd rather band together with people who are hard workers, who want the help and be in a mentor position to create a new culture and a new shift where we're helping each other. And instead of saying, oh, I'm not going to tell you an easier way. I'm just going to watch you struggle or go look it up. You know, how can we link arms and lift each other up? How can we help share what we know to make it easier and lighten someone else's burden, right? Because I believe that what goes around comes around. So being kind and and helpful, that can't possibly hurt me in the long run, even though, you know, someone may use or take advantage, but in the long run, you'll never, ever feel regret for being too kind or being too helpful to someone else who was genuinely seeking that. So if you are in a stage of wanting to monetize your talents for party planning, I would love to invite you to join my free Facebook group. You can find it in the show notes below where I'm creating a community of people who are not only sharing their inspiration, sharing their thoughts, asking for help where we can all help lift one another. I would absolutely love for you to join that. And also feel free to leave me a comment and let me know what you would like help with. This is a new platform for me, so I'm still kind of figuring out how I want to use it and what is going to be the best way for me to use it. So if you have a review you'd like to leave or some feedback, I'm all ears. And I just want to thank you for being here, and I will catch you in the next episode. 